going on, y'all? BHD is back tonight, and it's it's a good night. You know, BHD is lucky to have uh, a special guest. Trent Manager is sitting with us tonight, y'all, and he has a great story to go with it. Um, just the whole buildup of what BHD has started in Arizona. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video back on Instagram this last week, but he was one of the ones that was there uh, along with Dan, Zach, Jade, Zamar. And one of the first people that I met. So uh, very glad to have you on, man. Thanks for, you know, coming on last minute. Oh, no, man. It's thank you guys for having me on, Fabian. I mean, dude, it's been great meeting you and having all these conversations these times. And yes, a little long overdue, you know. Oh, yeah, so for sure. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm, I'm really I'm really blessed to be here. And thank you so much. Yeah, no, this is this is going to be a great time. I'm really excited. <laughs> and I, it, it's been, you know, it's been needing to happen, you know, up to this point. But you're, you're a busy man, bro. Like. I didn't know fully what you were doing up until maybe like a month or two ago. So it was kind of like an eye-opening thing when we were having shoes or we were doing certain things last year, this time last year, and you weren't coming around. And I was like, man, I got to meet this trend dude. And Zach's like, bro, you wouldn't understand what kind of work this guy's doing. So I think it's perfect to have you here today. And I'm, like I said, we're very blessed to have you. And I think the listeners are going to really be fascinated on what you're doing right now. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing. How old are you? 19, 20 years old? Uh, I'm 22. 22? Oh, okay, my bad, bro. No, no, my you're bad. good. No, I'll, I'll be 23 in, uh, in September. I mean, dude, okay. I, I forget too, so. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I feel that for sure. I feel that. But uh, I think the biggest headline right now, and I'm glad that we were able to talk a little bit before so we can, you know, talk about things that we can talk about and not talk about. But guys, Trent is a 23-year-old that is making six figures. This guy has a pretty good not pretty good, a very awesome portfolio that we're going to talk about. And we just, I just want to hear your story, man. Like, where does this all start? Oh yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's for my love of uh, fintech and technology. So, I mean, just Wait. starting off back in the day, I mean, uh -huh. I'm a big World of Warcraft guy. Uh, I've been uh, okay. building computers, doing everything tech for, you know, since I can really remember, uh, you know, it was great going outside, played sports, uh, track and field, basketball, Sweet. Uh, yeah. ice hockey, you know, that was uh, kind of the few True. things people don't know, uh, you know, big ice hockey fan. So go blues. So <laughs> everyone back in St. Louis, uh, you know, especially Litchfield Park, you know, thank you guys. That's awesome. But uh, truly it started for all the loves of computers. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was, you know, disassembling, reassembling parts, you know, installing Ram sticks, you know, fixing things around the house. Yep. Uh, I'm still the computer guy at my mom's house. So was just over that's there dope. fixing up some, some hard drives, some other issues. Um, but yeah, that's really where it started. And then the love of games, uh, came shortly after. So like I said, uh, RuneScape, uh, World of Warcraft for all, you know, uh, you know, for the horde. So for, for anyone who knows that, um, that's really where it all started. So, uh, you know, playing Wait. with everyone around the world. I got buddies that I haven't even met yet that I'm getting wedding invitations to. Uh, so you're, it's, no, it's, you're kidding. No, I'm serious. No, it's wow. so crazy. I mean, you know, it, it, some people know, you know, for those who play okay. video games, uh, you know, you have relationships with people that you haven't even met, but you are like the closest ever. It's the craziest thing ever. Um, you know, I got guildmates that I still talk to that. I mean, I was like, that's a story. I was like 13 and they were like 22. Yeah, man. Uh, you that's know, a, that's and like a now they got story. kids and like wives and right. stuff. And like, I'm getting like pictures on Facebook and like Instagram. And it's like, oh my gosh, no wonder you're not on anymore. You got like a newborn now. So <laughs> they got a whole different life going. Yeah. But I think that's the, the biggest thing that's really cool about video games. I've never heard it from that instance yeah. where it's like, dude, it's kind of in, in, in a way, it's almost like a, a medium like Tinder eHarmony where you meet new really? friends and, you know, oh people gosh. are logging on. 24 7 so oh, to hear unreal. that you're getting invited to weddings <laughs> off of playing you know online or streaming online that's dope unreal. That's oh no it's cool. awesome man I'm, I'm i'm so blessed for it but uh you know even continuing uh you know we had uh for those who know you know the the game currency and the way things go with games you know you can kind of you know pay your way to beat games or you know have your kind of entrance through that way but you know yep. some of the most popular things we did back in the day and you know some of my guys who are pc guys and have played video games know uh you know we have kind of like level grind services so you know wow. it, like when i was in high school uh for extra cash when i was doing web development so i was writing javascript and, How old were you at that time? Uh, I was about like, 
uh, about 15. So I was like 15, 15. 16, sophomore wow, year. Wow, man. Yeah, I mean, freshman year, I wasn't, I was Jeez. still playing games, but I wasn't uh-huh. really, I wasn't, re- you know, really interested in making money. I was just kind of more playing. But, you know, when I started getting a car and like having gas, I paid for my gas money and like, you know, do stuff I wanted to do, I was like, well, I need to like make money and get a job. I mean, I still worked, you know, I did pump it up, you know, the little bouncy house inflatable stuff. Yeah, um, okay. But I was like, you know, going to people's houses, like fixing up their computers and like charging a small fee or like doing data transfers for like hard drives and such. Um, you know, any, I mean, even web development, like I said, you know, doing like, uh, you know, simple websites for, you know, the schools. And I, I was doing like TV broadcast media at like Desert Vista. That's where I went to high school here in Phoenix. So, okay, you sweet. Know, Blue Mountain Point. But Were you no, born and like raised? A, yes, I was. Okay. Yeah, I, I was born and raised here. I lived in DC uh, for a bit too. Oh, so sweet. that was really awesome through middle school, but then ended up coming back. Uh, you know, Pops was traveling a lot. So, you know, okay. did, did the whole family thing for a bit. Um, nice. Yeah, but as uh, things, things continued, you know, get that kind of picked up. And I was just doing a whole bunch of different gigs to like, you know, make, you know, size of money on the internet. But oh, really, yeah. The, uh, the whole game currency and the whole gold uh, item grind was really where it was. Uh, that's where it really came, where I got, like, my really first paycheck. Uh, like, and you said you were 15. Yeah, I was, like, 15, 16. Okay, so did you – at what age, bro? Because 15 is young, yeah. you know, young to be able to say, I want to make money. You know, when I was 15, I was playing sports, and I just yeah. wanted to play sports. But at what age were you like, you know what, I, I have a skill for this. I, I think I can make some money with it. I, I noticed around like 16 when I was okay. like, when, when, okay, as you guys know, the infamous, you know, cryptocurrencies, we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> around, ar- around 15 and 16. That's when I noticed things were kind of important. When I noticed people were offering good amounts of money to okay. still construct websites and do other things, you know, uh, web developers, you guys know, in the early two thousands were, you know, big deal, you know, in the internet true. dawn, Very true. even still before Squarespace and a lot of uh, uh, Wix, even those guys who had template build outs and, uh, you know, had all that customization easy now, you know, there were still such high demand. So around 16, I started to really realize like, Hey, I could like do a career out of this. And that's when it really stuck. Um, and by 15, um, sophomore year, I knew uh, what I wanted to do for my college career. Um, that's awesome, and I, I knew I was going to go to community college and not go to for a university and just kind of oh, okay. get the lucrative skills of tech and, um, have that really pay off. Uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, Gavin Wood, uh, you know, type, uh, you know, fan, uh, you know, I, you know, Socrates, all that like philosophy stuff. I really okay, like the way yeah. that, um, you know, people were able to interpret it, their skills and, you know, make those skills lucrative and, you know, not only and those are their advantage, but also have like a, a good track record of, you know, staying consistent with their work. So. so you did everything, you know, not to the normal American, average American of going to the four year and or going two year, then going to the four year. You, you already had it planned out before you even got to community college, bro. Like sitting here and hearing you, it's like you knew you were going in to get your basic skills like mm-hmm. you talked about. And after that, it was just going to start making money. Yeah, I, that's really what it was. I, I got, you know, in, in such a big high school, for those who know, like, if you went to it, like, my graduating class had about, like, 1,800 kids. So, Jeez, like, really yeah. big class. Like, most people don't have that. Like, my average middle school was, oh, I mean, there was, like, 30 kids in my whole, like, eighth grade class. Oh, so, like, man. that's such okay. a big difference. I mean, yeah, I, was, I went jump. to, like, a private, uh, a private ha- uh, Catholic school. So, okay. it, it, that, that was a big difference. But, you know, the athletes, you know, some people were good at sports. You know, they went to four-year colleges. And there's nothing wrong with Very that, true. guys. Like, I mean, I'm not, you know, saying there. But it's always great to, if you don't know what to do and, you know, you really don't know what you're good at or you don't have a skill yet i just don't jump into a four-year college you know no I, that's facts that. I, I, you just get yourself in financial trouble yeah man. you know it's and just i worked with kids i worked at a the boys and girls club when i first moved out here on the west valley up in um dang man off 34th ave so maryville so yeah. all those kids bro there's just a lot of minorities out there mm-hmm. and yeah. these kids weren't even thinking about college they're just thinking about going into construction thinking about going into yeah. you know something uh tech jobs yeah. just to get a Mechanics, electricians, yeah. yeah. They just wanted to get a trade trade school Mm -hmm. or just where they can start getting a check. And I was like, man, these kids are making 22-year-old decisions at the age of 17 Mm -hmm. because they don't got the money to go to a four-year. And they're Mm -hmm. only thinking about four years. And it's like, bro, you got Phoenix College. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a decent school to go to. And it's less less amount of money than you're going to U of A or ASU. 
So it's like they didn't have that education, though, you know, like they didn't mm-hmm. have any sort of like mindset of, you know, I'm going to go to a community college. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a it's a great filler. I mean, you touched on all the great points. Um, if you don't know what to do, it's so easy. I mean, we change up so often in terms sure. of what you want to do. No yeah. one knows exactly what they want to do. And no, and some people don't even know their skill set. So and I mean, guys, if you didn't know, I mean, our community colleges here in Arizona are some of the best in the nation. Like Mason, oh. Mason Community College is the biggest community college in the Dude, nation. It is amazing. Yeah. I've never seen a community college. I've been to Seriously. one, but I've seen a, many of them. And you know how they are. They're just very small, very neighborhood community oriented colleges yeah dude that place could easily pass for a division two school absolutely how big it is and how nice the campus is it's beautiful and i mean guys i had you know sometimes i had university kids paying for me to do their homework i mean we we have the same curriculum you're just in a smaller classroom so don't ever let someone discourage you it's engagement yeah it really is professors care a little bit more when it comes to community college who's got one to 30 ratio compared to i went to a d1 man so does zach we can one to 80, one to a hundred. Yeah. Like oh, they don't care goodness. about you. You're getting a check for all the kids that are showing up. Yeah. No, That's, they don't, they don't really care if you're not going to get tutoring. It's, Mm-mm. but at a community college, it's like, they know you name bases. Hey, yeah. text you. Why aren't you at, why aren't you in class Seriously. right now? And it's no, you're crazy, right on. bro. You're right like, on. I was so like thrown off when I experienced that going from a D1 to a community college. And I was like, man, they actually care. Awesome. I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Like, I'm going to make sure that I am there. I loved my um, my communications director. He got me into editing. He got me into videography. That's and every day he was like, baseball's going to end, man. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Because you're not going to be a baseball player your whole life. Even That's if you true. do make pros, you're going to get out by your 30, 35, 40. Mm-hmm. What's going to make you a check? And I was like, you know what? You're right, man. I got I to gotta figure it out. Absolutely. It's always good having a array of skill sets, uh-huh. too. You know, I never like just being good at one thing. You know, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be like, not doomsday prepper, but like just a preparation type guy. You know, yeah, everyone, most definitely. everyone's like to have like a diverse arsenal. And I think that's great for everybody. You know, so just, what, what do you do? What is, what are the different caps you worn? I know we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. It. No worries. So right now guys, I'm uh, software uh, engineering uh, currently at uh, Intertech international. I'm currently getting ready for a separate division of our new sister company partnership, which is going to be named block tech. So wow. currently right now uh, wearing the hat of uh, te- lead technical consultant and uh, you know, so- uh, software uh, engineer. But I mean, uh, with that being said, uh, I, I just really label myself as software engineer and architect that's really what I like to do uh you know the terms of different caps uh you know it's from you know just team lead um you know product managing and Uh just doing a lot of things around just making sure that um you know our guys are getting the curriculum and uh that I'm explaining it right so you know in terms of running trainings uh you know blockchain's a bit different uh in terms of how things are operated uh we have different languages you guys know the typical javascripts the pythons the c sharps um you know blockchain introduces a whole different array of not only languages but whole technology as a whole uh you know so one of the biggest things is that is, um, you know, we're learning a whole different language name is uh, Solidity, which is uh, the event of uh, writing smart contracts. And I mean, if you don't know what smart contracts are, just a short definition, uh, you know, code is law. So the implementation of right. taking out the middleman and implementing a, you know, open source, transparent uh, way of reviewing uh, pretty much a contract. So, you know, some of the ways uh, that we can implement that would be, um, you know, such as you closing a house, you know, for those who have bought a house or, you know, are going mm-hmm. through the process, I'm sorry, I feel for you. Um, but, you know, we know that we have a ton of intermediaries and we have, you know, things such as trust wallets you know, that are implemented, uh, in the yeah. traditional world where well, they're you know, huge right yeah, now, bro. absolutely. Yeah. Huge. You hold uh, your funds for a big purchase and, um, you know, through there you have the, uh, you got to set the closing date for your house. You got to set the opening. You got to do the walkthrough. Um, you have to do, of course, the contractors to make sure that it's livable, uh, you know, for the, uh, sanction and, uh, fire marshal, uh, yeah. you know, it's the whole nine yards and all those people cost money. So, I mean, by the end of the day, I mean, you know, of course I, I, everyone will buy a home, I hope. And, you know, I, and I hope you plan to, but you know, there will be a lot of intermediate costs ranging between, you know, eight to $25,000 extra that you're Sheesh. paying off people just to be middlemen. Um, oh, that's and, true. you know, so that's where you come in, you know, yeah, that's where, and, that's where and you I mean, come in. absolutely. And some of this tech eventually, uh, you know, as we continue to scale and, you know, get better 
your solutions are going to be able to implement a way that, you know, you can take out those people and have a trust, uh, a very trustful and transparent full way to execute pretty much on a, uh, on, on a you know, couple second basis yeah. without, you know, imagine having to, you know, take 30 days of closing your house traditional way and then possibly having the way of closing it in like, you know, two days or a day or so. It makes a huge difference. Cause that, yeah. that's not what buying a house was five to 10 years ago. If you think about it, You're right, like, yeah. it, it was just totally different. I wanted to tap in a little bit on Absolutely. What you're training people, obviously, mm. how old are these guys or women that we're talking about, man? So, it's, I mean, you're fairly young, you know, like I'm in an association that I'm the youngest one and I'm 25 yeah. years old. Everyone mm. else is around the 40 to 50 yeah. years old. So what kind of people are you training? Yeah. The, um, yeah. We're pretty much in the same boat. Uh, I'm nice. the youngest one out of, I believe one of my whole organizations there might be someone, you know, and we have, we have some great talented uh, individuals, you know, men and women that just absolutely are killing it. You know, sure. these guys are traditional it veterans. These guys teach me on a daily basis to traditional world. Um, you know, the only thing I bring to the expertise is the encryption and blockchain side. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's really just my core expertise. Uh, the traditional side is great for me, but this is just really where I shine. And, you know, in terms of the age uh, gap with some of these guys, you know, we're ranging up to, you know, 40, you know, uh, mid mid thirties, high forties, and you know, as, as, as down as the upper twenties. So, and they you respect know, you. They got to, you know? yeah, I'm it, sure it, they respect uh, you. Oh, oh yeah. I, I've got such a great relationship with my team guys. Like it's, it's so great because it, it doesn't matter the age. It's the matter of the curriculum. And if you know, that person of course is, you know, being, you know, knowing what he's talking about and what he's doing. And, yeah. you know, I've been able to prove that to my guys time and time again, you know, in answering questions and leading trainings and, uh, you know, they're picking up curriculum and if they're picking up curriculum, you know, that means I'm doing somewhat of a decent job, uh, to make sure that's correct. Yeah. So, it's, it's about trust, you know, it really I'm is. sure they came really in, you came in and they're probably like, Oh man, huh? I don't know about this guy. And then you just, you know, start going off on them, right? You just yeah. start hitting them with that education. And like you said, all the different things that you know, and the skill sets that you have, it's just so amazing just to talk to someone like you. Like I remember the first time meeting you, I was just like, dude, this guy, he's onto something for sure. Oh, and then, I, I really appreciate it. Man. And this Zach explained everything. And I was just like, it makes sense. You know, with people like you, very small, very small percentage. And even at my like age, I mean, I'm only a year, a couple of years older than you, bro. And I'm not, I've never been the type to base age off of your experience or how someone's skill set is. Like that doesn't transpire to any way. But I will say that when it comes to people that are younger than me that are making money like that and are still coming off as a humble individual, bro, that is key. That is lethal. That is so like, that's just so heartwarming just to know that there's people out there that can still make that kind of money and still f like f float around like anyone else. Absolutely. You know? And I, I respect Absolutely. that. I respect you for Thank that. You, and I think that's why you're sitting here right now is because people that, want to make that kind of lifestyle can do it. It's just, they got to do the work for it. You know what I mean? I, I completely agree, man. And, and thank you for the kind words. No, but, no, course, man, information is key. Uh, you know, I, I read so much and I, I just enjoy always learning new things. And I think it's just I, everyone, anyone and everyone can teach you something. It doesn't matter, if, you know, your standing of equity. It doesn't matter your standing of education, uh, where you live in the world. Um, everyone brings something to the table and you can seriously learn anything from anybody. It's absolutely astounding. Uh, I try my best to really put my listening ears on, uh, you know, especially around all sorts of individuals. Uh, just listen because you learn, you just learn so much more from having the ears open and keeping yeah. the mouth quiet. Uh, you know, versus anything. And that's where just where people shine. And I, I, I love it. I love the hearing game. So we talked about it too. Um, what are you doing when you're not tapped into your work, man? Like what, what is it that is outside of any of this that has to be on a screen that you do for fun? Yeah. I see the crazy thing is <laughs> the people ask me this and I, I I'm still on the screen, but I mean, truthfully, the physical side, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still getting back and playing on the ice, you know, still shooting pucks here oh, and there, nice, which is man. great. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm still training active. It's feeling great, man. I'm really glad. I'm glad to be out there. I took a couple year break and, you know, I mean, truly ice hockey is one of the most fun, you know, most fun sports. Dude, I'm telling you, Mighty Ducks was just, I was so fascinated <laughs> by it at the age, bro. And we're in Southern New Mexico. We don't get ice like that. We don't get snow like that. So for me to watch a movie, I was a baseball player my whole life. My dad was like, 
want to play hockey? I just wanted to play everything at that age. And, you know, I love my dad to death, bro. He showed me, he, sh- he showed up to my doorstep or in the car with a hockey stick and just, you know, just the street hockey stuff that we could play around in. And he would take me to the games that was across the street or down the road. And I was just like, man, I'm so fascinated by the sport. Like I would have killed to at least play one game or actually learn how to like, just, you know, learn the game. I've been to one hockey game, awesome. the Coyotes game, and I enjoyed it so much. Oh man. It's be- even if we are not very good, it's still crazy. No, it's, it's <laughs> so, so much fun, dude. Like you don't even have to understand it. It's just no. guys hitting guys and, you know, put the puck in the goal. That's all you got to do. Like, or, or, yeah, on the net. That's all. That's all it is. Legal fighting too. You know, you get a five oh, exactly. in the box. Yeah. And, you know, so just figure it out from there. Oh man, it's great. Uh, you know, other than that, you have the physical realms. Uh, you know, I'm starting to hear skydive here pretty soon, which is oh. really awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. try to get my uh, solo dive license here uh, with a buddy. So you know, he knows who he is. So he's watching this. He will. So we're we're super excited about that. A uh, little bit of an adrenaline head. You know, I do like heights. Yeah. And, you know, okay. it's, uh, for for any guys who've been skydiving, it's um it's one of the most freeing feelings ever. You know, it's when's the last time you went? So I went one time when I was younger. Uh, uh, in vacation, I was lucky enough to go to Dubai uh, when I was about 13, 14. Dubai at 13. Yeah, it was, it was, pretty, it was, <laughs> oh, it was, man. it was awesome. I was, I was blessed for it. Yeah, my pops had a good uh, traveling job and he was blessed enough sometimes to take some of us over, uh, you know, for extended period of time. So I really got to see some really awesome parts of the world in my younger life. Um, okay. But now that I'm older and I can process, I'm starting to, you know, get some buddies around and we're playing like some Europe stuff and really go, you know, see things out of the country. Well, I you was. just came, you just came from where, where did you come from? Oh, yeah, I did. I got back last week from, I was in Medellin, Colombia. Um, and then uh, we stepped over into San Jose, Costa Rica and then up towards the coast of uh, Del Mar, uh, I believe. And uh, some of my team is down in Medellin. Uh, a lot of them are down in Bogota. I, I didn't get a chance to go to Bogota. It's about an 11 hour drive uh, from Medellin. And then San Jose is about a four hour flight, but there's no direct flight from uh, Medellin to San Jose. We had to stop in Panama. So you know, oh, wow. I only got to hang out at the airport, but super great. I mean, Panama was warm. Sun was huge. It was and like, this was in a matter of a month span or how, how many weeks were you this there? Was, uh, this was about two and a half weeks, three weeks. So wow, I was gone from dude. February like Second until I think just yeah, just a couple of days just like February twentieth. Yeah. So I, that's when I wow. got back. Yeah. So I was there a little bit and hopefully the summertime I'll, you know, be back down there for an extended period of time. Uh, you know, it's just so much easier to, you know, meet my team face to face and yeah. get things done in the office down there instead of having the Zoom call back and forth. You know, you get so much more done in person. It's awesome. Oh, so, I agree. To sum it up, what was your experience like? Just the the stigma is crazy. Like it's absolutely nothing what it used to be or, or it is portrayed to be. You know, oh, really? I'm a huge Narcos fan. I love that whole series. Yeah. And they did a great job. Oh, I mean that director on that Netflix off to you know pull his name. I couldn't I can't even speak of it right now off the top of my head. But you know, they did a such great job depicting the scenery. It's it's right on. It's I mean many yeah. is a beautiful urban city that wow. has amazing nightlife. I mean, you know, crazy thing is cultural. I didn't know down there that you don't go out until eleven, twelve. You know, I was lucky enough to go out to the bars and had some uh wow. some individuals down there who, you know, had some nightclub business. So we were able to, you know, see a lot of the great things in Medellin. And I mean, oh my gosh, like they don't go out till like 11 or midnight and they come back at like seven or eight in the morning. So That's nuts. Oh, it's crazy. It's I, just an all nighter. Yeah. You don't even go to sleep. Oh, it's nuts. I had a lady next to me and she was visiting from, I believe she was from Spain uh, with some girlfriends and she came and she was leaving for the nightclub. I saw her out and I recognized her. And then I went home early cause I had to be at the office and our office is right across the street from our hotel. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm like getting out down in breakfast with a complimentary breakfast. Uh, thank you, Hilton. <laughs> but, um, you know, she was coming in with her heels in her hand, like back in and I was just like, wow. I was like, you know, that's nuts. Like, you really just stayed out till eight, and now she probably you're back. thought nothing of it. She was like, no, this is no, normal. it's awesome. And like, it's <laughs> it's normal to like pass people completely dressed, you know, coming back like in the city while you're you know, like your parents are waiting for you know you to return the car, like while you're you know on your way back from the club. It's awesome. It's Dude, so awesome. Life, it's great. It's unreal. Like, that, that that's crazy. <laughs> and again, people are gonna listen to this, bro. Regardless if it's the people that you know or the people that yeah. you're meeting you for the first time. And I think just hearing you talk about stuff like this is an easy way to motivate people or even inspire them to be like, there's no reason why I can't do this too. And I think you've made it very, you know, simple in what you've talked to us about right now. And it's just, 
you gotta you gotta have the the drive and the passion to do something that you love to do and i Absolutely. think you gotta follow it a little bit and just mm-hmm. be realistic with yourself and just say hey i need to put this much this much amount of work i need to get maybe this degree i need to get this skill set before i can actually yeah. go forward with doing this and i just think you're you're a living documentary like i, I think i've had this conversation with one other individual and talked about a certain storyline or plot that went on into their lives and i was like bro you got to shoot a movie for this and you're living it bro like you you i'm sure you're recording everything you're you know taking notes on everything and the the stuff you're experiencing but you are living the dream that a lot of kids or a lot of people that should be living right now or want to live i mean I'm, I'm i'm hoping that man i mean it was it was nothing fancy i mean the, the one of the big misconceptions about like oh my gosh like you software engineer like oh you're coding all day right you're just sitting there punching numbers like in the movies you know all the oh, oh, men no, in the mainframe yeah. it's nothing like that it's if you can follow directions and you're a problem solver and you like kind of solving hard problems and figuring out how things work you know just from terms of building legos if you like building legos or you just like problem solving yeah. it's for you i mean you know that's this is the one thing in tech that I, I like to express is that every job that i've worked i've never not once at, been asked for a resume or I'm sorry, excuse me. I've never once been asked for a um, for a degree where I went to school, and that, shows, that and is that just shows. and I believe it. You know, I believe it's yeah. like looking at the tech industry right now. Do they probably have some crazy people in there right now that probably haven't even touched education or college degrees or anything like that yeah there, there's a good grip of them um you know the misconception is that your portfolio just in terms of the projects that you built and the things that you've worked on are gonna carry you further enough you know you're gonna have the skills to pay the bills and that's just gonna be gonna be shown through your projects and through your existing knowledge um you know that's just one of the beautiful things of tech and i mean you know one of the great things that you know we're really trying to do is you know move towards a you know a minority business certification um you know oh, in our business so awesome. you know in in terms of the fintech realm and also having the traditionalized tc and you know now having soon the enabled blockchain side it's going to be phenomenal you know going to be able to help individuals from a standpoint that you know they think they can never learn this education but you know it's more than doable um you know towards the end i'll definitely be able to share um you know i'll have fob send some links and stuff of my you know um i've set up free trainings um you know free readings of blockchain and solidity development and so on and you know i i I, it's all free open source community from you know myself and other great individuals who contribute to inspire people you know to come and learn this tech because it's not every day you get to front run uh you know the biggest banks, uh, some of the biggest countries and some of the most smartest individuals in the world, um, you know, just, just from having an emerging technology be at your feet uh, every day. So, you know, taking taking advantage is uh, it's great. And it's it's the best time to do it these days. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get better than this, right? It really like, does. It's, it's nuts, man. Just to think about, you know, the work that you're putting in and what's coming out of it. But what has kind of put you in this, you know, work, work, work mode and enjoy it you know has there been a, an instance or a time that it wasn't always just you know work and there was a nice thing to come out of it was mm-hmm. you know was there any adversity along the road oh yeah oh no it's it's definitely it's number it's having someone take a chance on you you know that first time yeah. you know I, I see a lot of even just juniors and people who've been in the space a while and you know just having that person just take that first leap mm-hmm. on them you know in terms of hey you know um you know soft skills are important but you know just having someone say hey you know this is a chance you know come take this and uh, you know that's kind of the one thing i've noticed is, is it gets people down a little bit um but in terms of adversity i've had that happen uh you know i've had to do uh some jobs you know even just for free just to show um you know my yeah. capabilities and so on and, and and that's okay because those have led to connections that have led me to even greater people that you know are, are willing to pay top dollar for some you know consulting or you know architecture design um but i mean truthfully it's um you know sometimes it, it's really not um for the most part guys it's just keeping it going you know just um yeah. in terms of driving just um you know the work you put in. You know you know what you eat off the uh, off the dinner table, and you know if the confidence is definitely a big key as well. Um, you know. Oh, I can agree with that. Going in there, you know your stuff. They know you, and you know just continuing to improve yourself um, in, in, in whatever skill set you want to do. So, 
And you touched you touched on everything right yep. there in terms of you know what you know advice, what good advice to give, and what kind of yep. things to be aware of because. I think we just see a dollar sign, bro. And I think social media just kind of shows us, all right, this is where they're at now. And there's no, I mean, there's a little bit of the process led up to it, but you know, what really goes on, you know, and we get to talk to someone that's living it obviously in yourself and you, you've explained everything where it makes sense. And it's not just like, oh, this is code talk or this is, you know, expertise talk. Like you put it in terms that everyone can understand, not just someone that is looking to go into this business. And I don't think it has to apply even to the tech industry. It's just applying to anything that you want to make a living off of, or maybe even make, you know, somewhere to where you're at with six figures and just build off of it. But again, man, like I, uh, it's just a very good moment for BHD and to be able to sit with you. Um, before we kind of end this little segment, I just want to get what advice do you have to, I'm a big believer and I'm a big advocate in, in our youth, man, just coming off of working at Boys and Girls Clubs and nonprofits oh, yeah. for probably five to six years. My parents are educators. I really try to make it a priority to really take care of the kids that are, you know, coming up, the, mm -hmm. the next generation. So what would you tell a 12 to 13 year old that's maybe listening to this or that will see this on social media to oh. get to this point? Or what kind of steps would you say, like, are important to look forward to when you're going through a tech um, job like you're doing or to even just be in your position uh imposter syndrome is a big one um i suffer from it a lot and imposter syndrome is one of those things that that's like that's the feeling you get when you're doing something important and i, I had that said to me by by a colleague and one of my other okay. favorite ones is that's a winner's problem that one is really fun uh that's one of the funnest ones to say. i haven't heard so that one before that's okay. a winner's problem yeah, when you really do think about it, it's 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 a really smooth saying. And I, yeah, I it a that's lot. nice. Um, but really, guys, uh, what I'd say to uh, you know those younger kids is don't don't quit. And video games are cool. Do follow your passion. Um, continue to push yourself in a way. Um, you'll notice when you get older, things don't matter in terms of what people say. The high school was different. And, you know, I know everyone had a different high school experience. And, you know, there are some people who hate talking about high school, but I, I wouldn't take back my high mm -hmm. school experience at all. I did things that I wanted to do. I took chances on sports that I didn't think I'd be good at. Um, I talked to people I didn't think I would, you know, able to muster up the courage to talk to. Um, you know, I was, uh, I was there after school to get help with homework. There's nothing wrong with trying hard. There's, and you can never ask too many questions. Um, it all ask questions until you get it. Um, that's my bottom line. And if people get frustrated, if your teachers get frustrated, or people get frustrated with you asking too many questions, then go to somebody else and ask more questions because that person obviously didn't achieve whatever they wanted to, to, you know, fulfill you and see that passion. They don't have enough you. knowledge to answer back with it, man. It's just, it, yeah. it's very closed minded. It can get people frustrated. And it's like, well, you know, this is coming from a place of maybe you can learn something more into learning more and getting that research and behind that question. You know, the more people, the more heads that are coming at you with, you know, responses or with uh, feedback, it's the better. They see it from different yeah. perspectives, and I'm a big believer in that too. No, absolutely. I, I keep asking those questions and just continue to read. Um, you know, whether it be people you're already interested in, or you know, new people in general. Try a hard read. You know, try reading a topic that you've never, you know, even thought about reading. Uh, you know, one of my biggest things is I, I really try to go at least a sector, uh, a, a different sector each month in terms of you know a different uh, technical sector. You know, I really okay. do try to, you know, keep that in line. I've never been a big AI machine learning person. And we have a ton of individuals who are super great at our firm for AI technology, which, you know, I never even took the realm of. And that's just a whole different thing. And I mean, a lot of those sectors now are going to be playing a role in, you know, where my expertise is. And yeah. now, you know, I'll be able to at least uh, enlighten a client or be able to have conversations. And uh, as I continue my knowledge, uh, you know, to push that forward and, you know, keep that under my arsenal belt. So, you know, really, guys, uh, at least for, you know, the, the young ones out there, uh, you know, keep pursuing it. Um, keep being a kid. But of course, 
always follow, really follow your passion, whatever you enjoy doing the most, um, take one skill, take one sector and bet on it hard. Um, because, um, you know, there's nothing worse. And we, we talk about a lot in the coding world is that people, when they get into learning a language, uh, they may go to the JavaScripts and then the C sharps, then the pythons, and they'll get maybe like 30% in each of them. And then, you know, they'll ask, Hey, what's your, uh, what's your main uh, skill or, you know, what's your uh-huh. main language? And then they'll, they won't have an answer or, you know, they'll kind of go back and forth, um, because they didn't choose one to master and then kind of branch off the skills. And I mean, that goes with, um, that goes with anything you learn, but you know, take oh, a, pick a sector, stick with it, make a bet on yourself with it and just carry it all the way. Um, that's, that's really the best. Well, don't spread yourself too thin. Um, but I mean, for the most part, just stick, uh, pick a sector and really stick with it. That's honestly my best one for it. It's the name bet on yourself. <laughs> the name makes sense guys. Trent manager. Like I said, the first time I met this guy, I asked him, I was like, Hey, is that really your last name? He's like, Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's my name. And I was like, yeah, that's it, it rings, guys. Like like he said, like he said earlier, uh, with that saying, it rings and it makes sense. And again, just take anything that you can from what this guy said. I don't care how old you are or what you're experiencing or what you're not. Um, I definitely learned something today. And uh, BHD just got a little bit better with having a uh, Trent manager on this podcast. So, man, thank you again. And uh, I appreciate it. And I know this isn't going to be the last time that we, you know, work well or work together with something or even collaborate on stuff like this. So I appreciate everything you've done. Oh, no, dude. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Like I said, guys, I'll make sure that those, you know, uh, links are in there and that all the, you know, stuff that we talked about in terms of if you want to take that, you know, plunge and, you know, take that leap into learning something new, um, you know, you'll have all the resources, you know, from me. I'll make sure my LinkedIn's in there, um, you know, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and, you know, you guys connect with me and, you know, we can chat, you know, just about getting some great free education for you and, you know, possibly some other opportunities as well. You know, there's tons of events that are popping up left and right, um, you know, that are just absolutely phenomenal with people from all sectors coming to them. So, Sheesh, man. Well, again, thank you. And uh, it's, it's going to get better. You know, yeah. we're, this, this is only going to grow. So uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in and uh, we're out. Absolutely. Thank you guys.